Hello and welcome, everyone. I'm Phil Carew, and I'm joined by my fearless co-host, Brock Tamarino, and this is the Phil Switch Podcast. The Phil Switch Podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. If you're not using Sal's Tire Caps, you must be using another brand. So, Brock, a little bit on my mind right now, uh, obviously, too. I'm not sure if you can tell, but uh, maybe not so obvious then. A little under the weather, a little stuffy nose here, so bear with me. Try to get through all this, should be able to, um, you know, moving right along, pushing through. Um, one thing I've been thinking about is this new Star Wars series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Spoiler alert for the listeners, um, I think he's going to make it to the end of the series. Uh, yeah, seems to make sense, you know, since he's in movies that would be after this time frame. Um, I think that's a reasonable assessment. Yeah, you know, I'm so I'm digging it so far. Of course, it's become riddled with social social justice and political shenanigans, but that's not what we concern ourselves with here on the Phil Switch. So, anyway, I kind of dig the series so far. It's kind of moving right along. Didn't take quite as long as the uh, Boba Fett series to get moving, so kind of enjoying it. Uh, what are your thoughts, Brock? Yeah, you know, I uh, I I tend to like it. I think it's kind of cool to see. Uh, uh, Obi-Wan, you know, doing his thing or whatever, um, kind of how he got connected with Leia, which, uh, let me tell you, this Leia character is, uh, at least a kid, um, a bit annoying, doesn't really listen to anything, uh, Obi-Wan's been telling her, um, if you didn't know better, and you didn't know anything else about the series, you would swear that by the end of this series, um, uh, she's going to get Obi-Wan killed because she has uh, apparently no listening skills available, readily available to her. Yeah, uh, not crazy about the Leia actress. Kind of reminds me of um, the actor that played Anakin for the first one, Phantom Menace or whatever, and also Jar Jar Binks. Um, very reminiscent of that. But anyway, talking about Star Wars, I thought it might be a good idea to bring one of our close friends in, um, since we're talking about that, uh, the guest we have today, his name is Tobias, big Star Wars guy, kind of one of the big Comic-Con guys, or not one of the big Comic-Con guys, but a big Comic-Con guy. Um, and I thought we would just kind of ask Tobias some questions, maybe have some listeners, um, ask Tobias some questions, probably not a whole lot. Um, but a few listeners out there that were interested in asking Tobias some questions. So without further ado, ado Tobias, um, if you don't mind introducing yourself. And what do you think, just to kind of start us off here, what do you think about this new Obi-Wan Kenobi series? Okay, guys, so it's, uh, 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 my name is Tobias, and um, I'm really big into Star Wars. Um I, now, here's here's kind of an approach I take. It's a little bit different um, from what other, uh, you know, uh, so-called experts might take. But I just kind of look into the pure vision of the Star Wars from a cinematic point of view. I don't I don't do a lot of like reading into stuff. I don't pick up like the books. I don't get into like any like maybe uh, comic book series that have ever been out. And to be honest, I don't know if there's a comic book series because I'm totally focused on like the movies and the cinematic presentation of Star Wars and that whole Star Wars universe. Um, I actually did an interesting piece. You can find the video on YouTube where I uh, compare a little bit of Star Wars uh, looking into um, Obi-Wan Kenobi 
and seeing the parallels with the Star Wars universe and the Harry Potter universe is actually quite intriguing. <laughs> so maybe if um, Phil or Brock don't mind, uh, they could link that video um, in the description box or the description. I'm so used to saying YouTube <laughs> description box um, in the description of this podcast or something. Um, a quite an interesting and intriguing look into the Star Wars world um, universe uh, from my, my perspective. And um, I do hit kind of a revelation towards the end of that video, which actually surprised me. Um, but yeah, pretty uh, pretty cool. So um, that's who I am and where I'm coming from. Uh, Phil, I'm sorry, what was your question? Uh, yeah, so um, I'm curious what your view is on this new um, Obi-Wan Kenobi series um, currently to where it's at right now. Oh, yeah, 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 the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, first of all, I got to be honest. Um, I'm a big Obi-Wan Kenobi fan, so a little bit biased. Um, and uh, really, I think this series is going off without a hitch. I mean, you know, there's like some things that maybe I would look into, but I, I've got to say like the appearance of like Darth Vader, and I'm sorry, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> if you're not caught up, uh, don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> don't lightsaber the messenger. <laughs> But I think this series is doing pretty well so far. I would agree with Brock's assessment of Leia. Um, a bit annoyed with that character. Not really totally interested in what's going on with her. But I do know that they had to make some kind of connection. Because obviously later in the Star Wars series, uh, movies, um, you know that Leia is somehow connected with Obi-Wan. Because she leaves that message through R2-D2 uh, saying, Obi-Wan, you're our only hope. <laughs> so obviously there's some connection. So it is kind of good that they're making and solidifying and establishing that connection right now in this series. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, so no, I'm enjoying it. Um, I am enjoying it. I'm kind of curious to see what they're going to be doing as the series progresses. Um, from what I understand, it, this is like a limited series, so it's not like we're going to have season upon season. But um, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. So um, anyway, that's kind of where I stand. But uh, yeah, I mean, do you, are there uh, like, so you, I know you were going to ask me other questions. So I don't want to like just keep rambling on about this new Obi-Wan uh, Kenobi series, which by the way, Obi-Wan Kenobi totally rocks. Uh, <laughs> double, double, double rock sign for Obi-Wan Kenobi. If I could get a triple rock sign, that would be sweet. Uh, yeah. So Tobias, um, I know you have a lot of theories about Star Wars. I've actually seen that video on YouTube. You did very interesting um, to say the least. Um but how do you develop like your theories for Star Wars? I know that you said you come at it from a more cinematic point of view. You're not looking at the books. You're not looking at maybe like some side stories. You're looking at it more from like uh, the cinematic or the movies. So how do you develop some of your theories um, for Star Wars when you're talking, you know, to your friends, to yourself? How do you develop those ideas? Well, I mean, you know, I, I keep it pretty basic and I like I like to use... I like to use one of two methods, but I typically kind of uh, really what ends up happening is I kind of implement both methods uh, that I use. So I use the KISS method, <laughs> K-I-S-S, and then I also use what I call the UTF method. So uh, <laughs> this is kind of funny. Uh, KISS stands for Keep It Simple Fifth Lord. <laughs> It's just kind of like a draw in. It's kind of like a tie into the to the Star Wars universe. And then I also the UTF, <laughs> the UTF also pulls in from the Star Wars uh, UTF, which stands for use the force, <laughs> which I which I'll be honest with you. And I don't want to get real serious here, but it is kind of serious to me. Um, as far as use the force goes, 
I try to implement that into my life a little bit every day. You know, um, I just try to feel like the, like everything around me and I bring it in and I, I, I do it with a very positive energy. And that, that's not always to say that, that using the force is always positive because sometimes there's, there's, um, there's negative. There's like a, like a, like a, like a, like a yin and yang, you know? So sometimes you have to pull from both sides but obviously you don't want to, now I'm, I'm going to go off a little bit here, but you don't want to get too far over into the negativity because then obviously, obviously that, that brings you to the dark side. And that's something I try to avoid every day of my life. I, 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 I always try to focus on maybe like a, I don't want to break it down too much, but maybe like a, at, 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 at the very maximum, at the very maximum, I would say, I really try to keep it within like a 65, uh, 35 uh, range, which is 65 force, 65 pure force, and then 35, a little negativity, but that's really on a bad day. I'm mostly, I'm mostly, I'm mostly using the force really, to be honest, in my best of best days at a 90, 10, <laughs> at a 90, 10. Um, and on my, on, 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 you know, like, uh, like the middle ground days, maybe like in 85, 15, 85, 15 force, Fourth, and allowing myself just a little bit of negativity, but I try not to do that. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that. So that's how I. I mean, I really just go with the flow. I, I I I look at the information that Star Wars has presented to me. I look at the I look at the facts, and I know that's a weird thing to say, but the, uh, if you're going to use this type of universe and type of world, you have to you have to assume these are facts, right? So you have to you have to let yourself you have to you have to indulge. <laughs> you have to indulge a little bit and really get into the crux of everything. So I think that's that's kind of where I'm coming from, if that makes sense to you guys. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense to me to, to some measure. Um so Tobias, would you mind filling a few questions from some from some listeners we have? Uh we have a few people that might be calling in if you would be interested in filling those questions. Yeah, certainly. A absolutely. Um, um, anything. <laughs> I, I'd, be, I'd be willing to answer any questions on any theories that I have regarding the Star Wars high universe. <laughs> I, I kind of did that high universe <laughs> just for a little comedic effect there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So first caller, um, we have Tobias here, um, self-proclaimed Star Wars um, expert. He, he says he's not an expert. He says self-proclaimed Star Wars uh, jet expert. Jet expert is what he says. Uh, first caller, go ahead with your questions or your comments here. Um, you know, a little conversation like that with Tobias. All right, all right, all right. So, Tobias, you got to understand, man. I'm coming from a whole different perspective here. Where I'm seeing things, I'm looking at things. You got to make sure that I heard you say something about that 9 to 10 theory, right? I think that's real good, Tobias. What you got to do, though, man, you got to come around to Ben, right? You go work around the barn, you got to make sure you got cows out to pasture. You know what I'm saying? You might put on a pair of tennis shoes. You got to make sure them boots are clean, though. <laughs> just because you're, you're in a pair of tennis shoes don't mean your boots are clean. Got to make sure them boots are clean. Come around the Jedi world, I'll tell you one thing right now. Tobias, here's, here's what I think is interesting, Tobias, and I kind of want to know your vibe, your feel on this. You're a Jedi. The lightsaber world is your oyster. You can have any color lightsaber you want. You're a Sith Lord. 
you're relegated to red. I'm talking about you're going over you're going over the moon to bash as a Jedi. You're seeing all kind of things. You're dancing, you're stepping, you're walking. Just gotta make sure you can jog. As a Jedi, you got all these options available to bash. What do you think about that? What do you think about Jedi's having a basically infinite selection in colors of their lightsabers outside of red? Obviously, you're getting into red, you're falling out of your head. Now I put that little rhyme in there just to kind of bring people back around. But I think you know what I mean. If I got a glass of water, where's my glass of milk going? You know what I'm saying, Tobias? So I I think I I think I kind of understand the question. I think <laughs> I think wrapped up in all that excellent poetry and sideways situations <laughs> i think you're asking me what do i think about the lightsaber colors so really really to me the pure lightsaber color for jedi and i i might be biased but i think is either green or blue i've always been a green or blue guy i did think the mace windu purple was sweet <laughs> i'm not gonna deny that it is sweet but really to me the jedi lightsaber comes back to green or blue just the purity, the, the, the purity of it, I think that just is something that every time I see a blue, every time I see a blue or green lightsaber, I'm like, that is the Jedi. <laughs> and obviously, like you said, um, sir, um, red is is completely Sith. Um, I don't think any... Now, now, I have seen some people put that they think maybe the Sith lightsaber shouldn't always be red because then there's no possibility for infiltration. And um, I can kind of understand that. I see that. And I can understand where that theory is coming from. But I think that people are so drawn to red being the cis color of the lightsaber that it's going to be very, very difficult to change that. Now, I mean, sometime, maybe in the near or distant future, that could change. But I think we really have to pay attention to what people's expectations are. <laughs> um, people that have been with the, and I hate to say it this way, but people that have been with the, uh, uh, air quotes, franchise, uh, they really have an expectation that the lightsabers are going to be red if you're a Sith. And then, like, like, like you said, sir, uh, if you're a Jedi, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm basically just stealing your words. The Jedi world, the lightsaber world, is your oyster. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I think about um, that. As far as the color of the lightsabers, sir, did you have any other questions? Actually, I do, Tabas. When it comes down and you're walking around, you're getting yourself off the ground, but your head's also in the clouds. You know what I'm saying? How do you come around from time to time and think to yourself, if I'm in this moment of history, if I'm in this moment of history, how can I be talking about the future? You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about with Star Wars. People think it's way back a long time ago. Some people say it's in the future. Some people just say it's another universe. If I'm in another universe... Where's my sun? Where's my moon? Where am I? Where are my favorite pair of blue jeans? You know what I'm saying? What do you think about that when it comes to Star Wars? Alright, so are you are you asking me if I think Star Wars is in a different universe? Yeah, I'm not. You know, uh, Tobias, I'm sorry. I, I'm not really sure what that question was either. Oh, it's pretty simple. It's about as simple as it can get. You like vanilla ice cream, you like a parfait. I'm here all day. 
All right. And now with that, I think we're going to go to a, another caller. Uh, Tobias, you mind taking maybe another question, another question or two? Yes, yes, yes absolutely, guys. I'll take some more questions. <laughs> All right. Uh, next caller, you have a question for Tobias um, regarding Yoda in particular. So please go ahead, next caller. Let us know what you have. Uh, yes, Tobias, I was curious. So um, a lot of people regard Yoda as the strongest Jedi. A lot of people regard Obi-Wan as the strongest Jedi. Some people regard Qui-Gon Jinn somehow as the strongest Jedi. And others, yeah, others regard... Now, hold on here. Others regard either Leia or Luke as the strongest Jedi. But here's what I often argue with my friends. I think that Anakin really was the strongest Jedi even though he ended up becoming um, Darth Vader and became what is commonly known as possibly the strongest Sith, I think that Anakin possibly is a great argument for the strongest Jedi. What do you think about that, Tobias? If you could just, I'm just curious what you think. This is an argument I've had with my friends. We have delightful arguments, and I was just curious what you think. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, to start off with, I just want to say I completely respect that opinion. I totally respect that opinion, and I respect any opinion anybody has about Star Wars. But I will say for me, the strongest Jedi has always, the strongest Jedi for me has always kind of come down to, and I've thought about this over and over again. I've kind of thrown, thrown the idea back and forth, back and forth. The strongest Jedi to me is kind of like Obi-Wan and Yoda. You know, like, I, I, I will say that I think one of the coolest fight scenes ever <laughs> in Star Wars, and this is going to sound really weird, is I think the coolest fight scene in Star Wars was Yoda versus Dooku. I think that was so cool. Now, I think it, I think it, I think they kind of lamed it out a little bit towards the end of that fight, but I think that could have been a really cool fight. And I think Yoda bouncing all over the place was really cool. Yoda's bouncing all over the place like a hacky sack back in the late nineties. <laughs> the hacky sack back in the late nineties with a couple guys um out outside on the schoolyard just chilling out doing their hacky sack. I think that was really cool. Um but yeah so that's kind of where I stand with it. I think it's always been between Yoda and Kenobi. But I, I, I tend to, sometimes I tend to find myself leaning towards Yoda just because he's so cool. And Yoda has an obvious height advantage or a disadvantage. I'm sorry. He has an obvious height disadvantage because he's so small. <laughs> you know, he, he's like, it's like, hey, here's a normal Jedi who's super tough and he's like an average size person. And then here's Yoda who's, who comes up to his kneecaps but he's still going to be awesome. <laughs> I think that's so cool. I think that's so cool. Plus, I like Yoda's ears. I think Yoda's ears, even though some people are kind of like, we don't like his ears. I'm kind of like, I like Yoda's ears. I think it's really cool what they did with Yoda's ears. So that's so great to hear you say that about Yoda's ears because I've had the same conversation with my friends that I really like his ears. And I'll be honest, I really like his little robe. His little robe is just delightful. Oh yeah, no, 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 same here. Um, I really like all the Jedi robes. I think they're really cool. And it kind of goes back to that whole thing again, where like the Jedis have different color robes, but then it seems like as a, as a Sith, uh, kind of going back to the first color as a Sith, you're kind of relegated to just a black robe. So yeah, I know. I think that's cool. Um, and thank you for your questions and, um, and insight into some more of the Star Wars high universe, <laughs> the Star Wars high universe. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, thank you for those questions for Tobias. Tobias, thank you for um, coming on today. Obviously, we're going to chat here a little bit longer with you. Um, we've just got a little bit of time here left. So again, thank you guys for the questions to Tobias. Tobias, thank you for sharing your answers and responses to our listeners, which obviously, Tobias, you're a listener as well. So we appreciate that. So Tobias, one more question I want to ask you. If they could do another spinoff series for Star Wars, as it seems like they're going to do this infinitely anyway, what character would you like to see them do a spinoff of and why? Okay, so this question totally isn't lost on me. <laughs> and I'm going to get really excited because I've thought about this a lot, actually. The spinoff I would like to see them do, and this might not come as a shock to anyone, is Darth Maul. Okay, I think Darth Maul was one of the coolest Siths ever. And I think he told... Now, I will say this. I think how he was taken out in The Phantom Menace was kind of cool, but it was also kind of like, for me, there was a part in that where I was like kind of heartbroken because it's like, oh, I would have liked to see so much more coming out of that Sith with spikes in his head. You know, like I would have liked to see that. And I think he could have been really cool, especially considering, and like I said, I'm, I'm kind of totally with the movies, like the actor that did that part, that actor had like, like actual skills like that 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 actor was like no joke like he could have been so cool and i would love to see them bring him back in like a series even if it's a limited series i could totally understand that and that would totally be cool with me that's not a problem i mean i would like to see it maybe go for a couple of seasons <laughs> but if they want to do a limited series it's like okay i guess you can do a limited series no problem <laughs> maybe like a season two or three but no really seriously um if they did like just like a limited series i would be okay with that but yeah darth maul i think he could have a really cool backstory it would it would be cool to see where like he came from and obviously he was like um he was like an apprentice of um palpatine and darcidius he was a he was a a an, an apprentice of him and it would be really cool to see that i think it'd be really cool um i can't really think of any other spinoffs i would like I, I, and to be honest i really i would almost boycott any other series until they do Darth Maul. That's, that's how like, that's how like committed I am to wanting to see that. Um, I just think it would be so cool. And I think, I think the fact that he had like the bow staff lightsaber, oh my gosh, that brought it to a whole new level. For me, that brought it to a whole new level. And I think Darth Maul was so skilled and so talented and so focused that I would really like to see a showdown between him and Darth Vader. Now I know that's I know I know some people be like, oh, that's not realistic. You can't do that. Like blah blah blah. <laughs> and I get that. I understand that. But I just think like theoretically, theoretically, like that would be a really cool showdown. And if I'm being honest, I'm gonna put my money on Darth Maul. <laughs> okay, I'm, just, I'm going on record. I'm going on record on the Phil Switch podcast saying that Tobias is putting his his money on Darth Maul if it came to a Darth Maul. Darth Vader showdown. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> jot me down. <laughs> Tobias, table of one. <laughs> Tobias, lightsaber of one. <laughs> or, well, if you're Darth Maul, lightsaber of two, but two in one. <laughs> so that's kind of my theory. Cool. Cool, Tobias. Well, hey, um, we thank you for coming on the show, and uh, we hope you have a great rest of your day, week, month, all that good stuff. 
Um, to the listeners out there, thanks for listening to the Phil Switch podcast. And don't forget to check out my other podcast, First and 15th, which I co-host with Kaplowitz Media. If you have any topics, current events, etc., you would like to hear about on the Phil Switch, email us at thephilswitch at gmail.com. Again, that is all one word, thephilswitch at gmail.com. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share all that good stuff. And we'll talk to you soon here at the Phil Switch.